The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? A new drink. A new drink again? It's, yeah, it's pretty easy, though. Okay. We're calling it a Moon Coke. Moon Coke, all right. So, as it sounds, it's moonshine and Coke. Wow. So, fill a glass with ice, quite a bunch of ice, at least almost to the top. Yeah. And then two ounces of moonshine, and then pour your Coke in, and then squeeze a lime, stir it a little bit, and then put your lime on top. So Cool. Yeah. So we're going to see. You're trying to kill me. Yeah, exactly. That's dangerous. I mean, it really, it's it really, really is. It's really good. Yeah. But it's dangerous. It's like a vodka and Coke. You just taste the Coke. Well, it's, to me, it tastes very close to a Cuba Libra, yeah. you know, in the sense that the moonshine is adding a sweetness to that Coke. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, mm. which was what rum would do. And the lime always helps Coke along. So yeah. it's good. Can't let the day go by yeah. without noting that we had a very unusual Thanksgiving <laughs> we yesterday. We did, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was quite unusual. So the setup is we got asked to make two side dishes, yep. vegetable side dishes. And so we spent the day preparing side dishes. That's great. We made delicious fried Brussels sprouts and lime and fish, fish sauce. sauce and salt. And just mm-hmm. delicious. And then we made a Texas creamed corn. Which was so good. That was so good. You know, so that, that was our contribution. And mm-hmm. we got a text from my brother to yeah. tell us that he's putting the turkey in at one and we're going to eat at four or five. Five, so we can come at four, you know. Yeah, like that was kind of the whole plan. And we get there at four. Yeah. Because we're prompt and we, you know, hang out with the family and enjoy some wine, enjoy good conversation and some charcuterie. Yeah. And then my brother announces that he somehow about an hour into us being there. Yeah. So at five, he yeah. announces that somehow the turkey hasn't cooked at all. Like the and there's a lot of on. like inquisitive faces like what? <laughs> so there's 11 people there. He's got a 20 pound bird in the oven and the oven hasn't been on the whole time. <laughs> so we ended up having a vegetarian thanksgiving of it was side amazing dishes. though it we was had fine. all side dishes yeah it was fine i mean so this was we were thinking about this like this was what was interesting about it so there was more than enough food mm-hmm. so we weren't hungry yeah what was missing was just the turkey mm-hmm. but it wasn't like we missed it right you know right it was cooking you Sort of toward the end of the evening, you had the smell of the turkey. Smell the turkey, yeah. You know, so we had that. 
and it was just really bizarre. It was like a it was like a Thanksgiving we'll never forget because we had oh, Thanksgiving yeah. without turkey. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we had dessert. We went to the had dessert. dessert. We had the whole thing. Yeah, it was. I think the eight bottles of wine we drank probably inebriated people enough, enough that yeah. they're yeah. like, I don't care. I don't need the, the t- bird. <laughs> and your Brussels sprouts were like the meat of the meal. So. They really were. Yeah, in yeah. a way. So it worked out okay. Yeah. But it was odd. It was an odd Thanksgiving. Just something that happens. Said- what happened was, as we were leaving, they took the bird out of the oven. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's good because then today we got to go back and get our part of the bird. Mm-hmm. And mainly we were worried about getting the carcass because it's tradition for you to make turkey carcass soup. Oh, yeah. And that is always a joy to eat and enjoy with your special bread. So no harm, no foul. Yeah, no. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. Chapter 7. Chapter 7. What a great chapter. So first of all, just want to set the scene because the scene is beautiful. So Elodie's driving along the road. One of those dirt roads. One of those dirt roads between the vineyards, you know, in the sunshine on September. And who does she run across? She runs across Kay with a bike upside down in a pretty red dress, trying to like work her tire. Hiking boots and a red Hiking dress. Hiking boots and a red dress. So she's kind of cute, you know. And Elodie's struck by that. And she jumps out the car and goes over to help Kay. And they both get their hands grubby and they can't sort of figure it out. And Kay's on her way to a art festival, and Elodie offers to drive her there, talks her into getting some ice cream, seeing some pottery, <laughs> and like that's the scene, right? So they get ice cream, very beautiful scene, very romantic. They're sitting there, mm-hmm. their legs are touching. There's fire between them. Neither of them pull away. Neither of them pull away. But that's where we get into the most interesting part of this chapter, right? Which is that Elodie is present to the way. She puts a shield up and prevents herself from being close to another human She doesn't being. allow herself to be vulnerable. She does not she, Which definitely herself. stands in the way of intimacy yeah. at a level that she very much discerns is missing, yeah. but that she purposely protects I, herself. I relate to Elodie. Well, I, that's what I was thinking when I was yeah. reading it to you. I was like, oh my God, I wonder how this is landing for Oh my you. God. I relate to her because that's exactly my life, right? My life was- right. Don't let anybody close because you don't want to get hurt. Well, yeah. And the author references a couple instances in college, how this is a repeating cycle that she has. And she's aware of it. Yeah. But that Kay's the first person she's run across where the instant shield didn't come up. Right. And the shutting down of herself. Like she says, she would never have been seen with any women that she sees for right. pleasure in town, eating ice cream together. Because going of, to the because craft of the assumed because of relatedness. what yeah, yeah. The, the assumed relatedness the assumed specialness of that person yeah yet she can't stop herself with Kay she can't and you know she finds Kay incredibly attractive they're, they're already starting to vision share mm-hmm. like travel the world eat gelato you yeah know? yeah yeah they're already starting to you know in fact Kay said oh you should try the gelato in England and and, and Elodie's immediately like yes I want to go to England. You know, yeah. emotionally. shouldn't say it out loud, but she's thinking that. Well, and she said in Singapore, in Australia, you could try gelato in all these places. And Elodie places herself in that story Yes. of what would it be like to travel with Kay right. to all these places. The other thing that I was taken with 
was Elodie was overwhelmed by Kay's. Kay's not clear on who she is as a creature. Right. In this world, she's unassuming and she assumes she's really invisible. And that Elodie can't believe that she is not confident in her own skin, you know, because they get to the gelato shop and it's a woman thing that women do. I don't know if it's for attention or if it is really just an insecurity, but you'll hear women say like, oh, I can't have two scoops because I'm so big or I can't, you know, I might be as big as a house if I eat two scoops, you know. Now, what's interesting to me is I've always heard that from women. And I always thought, well, I must be really a weirdo because I've never said that. I've never, it doesn't matter if I, when I was pregnant or failing overweight, I've never said, I don't deserve two scoops of ice cream. No, no. <laughs> but I can relate with Kay. I just Kay. want to say I always deserve two scoops of ice always, cream. Always, <laughs> always. With sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> but I did relate with Kay being dismissive about how she appears to the world. Cause I do feel that yeah. similarity. So it's like interesting that you felt some things of yourself in Elodie and I felt some things in K basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it occurs to me that this is actually a really interesting potential relationship because one of the things that Elodie is wondering is what K's relationship status is. So she, right. so she's thinking about, the possibility of getting connected with her. Like that's crossing her mind. It's crossing her mind. And she's also at the same time thinking, but no, 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 she's just passing through. So she's and trying not to. it will end as to, soon as the tourist yeah, She's ends. trying not to get involved. But at the same time, she's over aware of the heat between their legs when they're eating ice cream on the brick wall. Yeah. She's over aware of the little Of the impulses. She has impulses of when they get up from the ice cream to like grab Kay's hand to walk together. This is something that she wouldn't even thought of doing with a person that she's intimately involved with because she wouldn't want the perception to be. That's right. So, so this is what's so different than any other thing that Elodie's been. Elodie might have met possibly someone for ice cream, but would not have touched legs and would not have certainly had the urge to grab her hand. She had to actually force herself, like put hand in pocket right. in order not to grab <laughs> Kay's hand because yeah. she's moved. Yeah. No, she, she's very attracted to her and it's taking her outside of her normal operating basis with women yeah. because all of a sudden she's aware of what keeps her from being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. She's aware of the space she creates. She's aware of not allowing anyone close to her. She's aware of being attracted. Like she's really wrapped up in this relationship, even though she's like not in a relationship. Well, and it's interesting when she does the flashback while she's sitting there eating the ice cream. Yeah. She flashes back to school with Sister Mary. Yeah. And thoughts about what she's being told and what was brought up. It was amazing. I think this is going to show up later, but she brought up the hope was her mother shows up at Christmas, but her mother didn't visit for Christmas that year or the next. So it's like something like, you know, you have to think about Elodie's experience as a individual. We got some insight on that, that, so we got some insight in earlier chapter that Elodie's father just left them at a very young age, you know, when the mother and the child were together. So Elodie doesn't have, we haven't gotten too much insight on her feelings about her father, but there's not a lot of relationship no, going but on I got I got present to my own experience as a child and feeling unloved. Yes. And that was her experience. Well, that's and that gave, worthy of right. love. That's right. And that gave 
rise to her capacity to create distance and not allow people close well, to her. Well, think about it. As a child, supposedly, yeah. the way it works out in our minds as young children yeah. is these are my parents and they're the mo- people that love me the most, yeah. right? And one of them leaves. Well, I must be broken or something's sure. wrong with me. Yeah. And what is she doing? She's recreating that cycle over and over when someone starts yeah. to love her or shows affection or, you know. Yeah she pushes them away because she doesn't want to be hurt like she was her father. What what was telling about that Sister Mary thing when she brought up the mother, because she specifically brought up the mother not caring, is that here she is with a, her mother, I think her mother's passed by now, because that's how she she inherited the vineyard. But I'm sure there's going to be more about her relationship with her mother because her mother, in essence, is doing the same thing her father did. She's yeah. a discardable item. I don't need to come see her. She's not important enough. Well, you get, for me, what you get is the insight into how brittle and invulnerable she is. And what is occurring is Kay's being is breaking down that It that is, but Elodie is actually acting completely on form, like yeah. nature versus nurture. Yeah. She's acting on form. Her dad left her. Yeah. And her mom could care less basically so or was in dismissive or whatever in focus on her own life and Kay was i mean excuse me elodie was secondary yeah and so elodie looks at you know sexual satisfaction and companionship as a necessity but not something that is ongoing with one person that she can get it wherever she needs to get it because it's almost disposable like it's going to go away anyway so i'm going to look for the next piece of meat basically it's very much how you see some men get trapped in a situation of not allowing themselves vulnerability. And me. Well, and I think, <laughs> I think it's a natural uh, defense mechanism no, uh, to protect I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm teasing, but yes, exactly. Now I relate to her and I'm interested to see how her vulnerability is exposed. Yeah, I really am. She's uh, attractive because it's like the tragic hero. Yeah. Kind of thing that yeah. might do good, might get good. You yeah. know what I mean? And Kay is kind of oblivious. It's true. I kind of love Kay. She's she, very... She's very easy to love. She's yeah. uh, kind of bumbling around yeah. and just living she's life just, and then happens to bump into Elodie kind right. of thing. I think what's interesting is she's just being Kay. Yes. Which she doesn't and, even know who Kay is right now because right. she's like, redefining herself. Yeah, she's exploring the world and having a break from yeah from her past yes and, you know just being okay and he has elodie who's like all worked up over her that's it for today if you're interested in kinky relationship coaching online domination or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going please visit our patreon website at lady petra playground you can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!